Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Our Flag Means What Again podcast, a podcast where I explain, analyze, and critique HBO Max's hit show, Our Flag Means Death, created by David Jenkins. My name is Courtney, and in this episode, I'll be discussing the season two premiere of Our Flag Means Death, titled Impossible Birds, or also known as Girl, What the Fuck Is This? Okay, so we start off with the beach sequence, Steed's dream with the beard. He looks so good in the beard. Anyone that doesn't like the beard, you don't get it. It's not for you. But he's fighting Izzy in that dream. Very dramatic. Very telenovela, romance novel-like. Very, very dramatic. Steed is like, where's Ed? Screaming. And Izzy's like, oh, you don't deserve him. You know, giving very much rom-com, not rom-com, drama romance villain. And he stabs him. And Steed is so unserious. Why in his dream is Izzy dying? And he's like, you absolute twat. Like, that was accurate. But damn, the writer is deeply unserious and then you got ed and steed running across the beach to each other while screaming each other's names slow motion giving very much that one madagascar scene and then they slam into each other and they grunt this is so would this classify as camp i think it would a little bit um and then they fall down on the floor laughing and giggling i love gay people steed and his conversation with ed in his dream is so unserious i love him i need to study his mind Ed's like, oh, I knew you'd find me, babe, which I ate up. Like, yes, confirmed. And Steve's like, oh, so you're not mad? It's like, oh, knew you'd find me, love. I'm like, love and babe, we won. And Steve's like, so we're good? He's like, oh, love the beard mate. The way that in Steve's dream, his subconscious is fucked, him and his man. Please get them some therapy. He's avoiding the question. Like, he feels like Ed's going to be mad at him, which he is, obviously. It's just so sad to see. Steve's dream gets interrupted by Wee John farting, which makes its way into the dream. And Dream Ed is like, oh my gosh, is that you, bro? And Steve starts screaming like, no, oh my God, that's not me. And then he wakes up and he complains about the fart. And they're all telling him to shut up. I love that scene so much. My family's back. And he's like, oh, you guys are complaining about me saying that the fart is smelling, but your shushing is doing more than mine. He is such a bitch. I love him. And then we get the title card. I miss the title cards so much. I was waiting for them to drop what the title cards would look like. And then they did like the day of or the day before. The day before. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, who is that? I think the back of the tramp stamp tattoo of Our Flag Means Death is Swede or Buttons. No, it looks like the Swede. It could be the Swede. It's probably the Swede. Also, when he's complaining about the farts, Pete is like, you should not be talking. You have no room to talk because every night you're like, Ed, oh, Ed, in your sleep. Like, it's annoying. I love him so much. Good for him. He's going to be so annoying about Ed. And as he should. So we find out that Steve's been getting up early to write letters to Ed. Love that for him. He's such a romantic. Like, good for him. And the letters are so sweet. Ugh. I know they're probably not going to reach Ed, though. We started working for Spanish Jackie. Yes, Mother Leslie Jones is back. And she looks amazing. Her taste in men is kind of shit. No hate to my girl, but the Swede, really? And they are so sick for offering the Swede to her so they could work there and stay there. Like, Steve, like, oh, be brave. And Roach is like, stand up straight. Like, can you guys be serious for a second? Get to see the crew working at Spanish Jackie's. Steve is getting cussed out left, right, and center, but he taking it fine. That man, my goodness. He's like, reservations? He not a serious man. Like, be so serious. This is not a classy restaurant. But I love him. Keep up the good work. He takes the guy to the seat and he's like, how's that? And dude's like, fuck you. And he's like, lovely. I laugh. Because, wow, he said, okay, girl. Steed asking Oluwande for a drink, like, 
drinks are not free. Oh, and he's like, these drinks are not on the house. He's like, please. He's such a loser. I love him. Prince Ricky's scary ass coming out out of nowhere. I screamed. I did because I was very hyped to see him. I couldn't wait to see him. After seeing that leaked audition tape of his, I'm like, we need to see this character. He's giving very slimy, very weird. And obviously he knows that Steed is Steed, but Steed's like, mm, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Now he does have that shit on though. His outfit, amazing. Wow. He's giving Steed if he slayed like slightly less. Because Steed does slay in outfits and in bitchiness and in serving raw cunt. But other than that, personality kind of shit. But he does slay. Now he's been deossified this season, unfortunately. So they said someone has to like eat. You know, it's going to be Ed, obviously. Spanish Jackie also there because she always has that shit on as well. But we barely get to see her. She's a supporting character. So it has to be Ricky, right? You would think, but no. These letters to Ed are so not pathetic. They're so heart-wrenching. Not heart-wrenching. He puts his all into that shit. And he's so real for that. That's a good man. I became a Steed Stan episode one. Two and three too, but one I was like, okay, he's good people. I no longer want him dead. He said, I know the odds of this finding you are slim, but so are the odds of us finding each other in the first place. If that isn't the most romantic shit you've ever heard, I'd have to kiss him. I'm so sorry, Ed. I'm sorry he left you, but let's hear him out. Like, he's a good man, Savannah. A good man. He's just in a bad situation right now. And he is trying to get out of it. We get to see Ed's back tattoos. Ooh, that's a good man. From behind and front. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, His hair up in that, like, claw clip look. Mm, yeah. And we get more of that episode, too. So, you know I'm excited to talk about that. Anyway episode one we're still episode one let me not jump ahead we get to see ed ah the wedding i thought the wedding would be more like violin and shit and he was gonna be like doing more weddings but they said no he only did the one wedding it's like good for you he comes in serves cunt he says objection and they're like "Ooh, demon who the fuck are you um those big brown eyes of his Yup, yup, yup. I'm not arguing with a man with big brown eyes. Whatever you say, beautiful. But they're like covered by the cold. They kind of like drown them out a little bit. Like they make him seem less inviting. You know what I mean? Because the brown eyes, his brown eyes sparkle. They really do. I think that's just Tyka's gift. They just sparkle like that naturally. And so the coal is to drown them out, like, you know, hide them, which really works because his eyes, they tell you everything. But with the cold, it's harder to see what he's thinking and shit. Um, and then, this man's amazing. Writers, David, Alyssa, and Alex, you ate that. He says, demon, I'm the fucking devil. And these are the kids. Like, wow. 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 The strawberry letter 23 needle drop. Excellent. Him grabbing the cake topper. The way he grabs the steed cake topper is so, like, gentle. Like, oh, you poor, sad, pathetic thing. Because, like, he's handling it how he would actually handle a steed cake topper, you know? And him licking the frosting from his sword, he ate that. Literally, but also figuratively. Like, that was a serve. These episodes, one, two, three, was just him serving. Serve, serve, serve. Especially episode two. I love him licking the frosting because it shows that, like, he still has his sweet tooth, you know? He's still Ed, blah, 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 all that. Um... They show you the raids they've been on like the day before and the day before that. And the sudden cut to them sitting in silence while eating cake. Hilarious. Fang is going through it. So is Jim. Archie is obviously handling it well. 
people say that's because she doesn't know what bonnets you know rain not rain captain c cap is that it captain c anyway what he was like as a leader so they don't have anything to compare ed to you know this is just like how pirates are like Frenchie is handling it surprisingly well but good for him good for him he deserves that he says he puts it in a box closes the box locks it and throws it away and good for him is it a healthy way to cope mm, no but it's working like also fuck them for killing off ivan they couldn't just be like oh he left hello hbo max when i catch you when i catch you hbo max yeah okay okay Fang is out here crying meanwhile frenchie unserious man he's like oh are you gonna finish that cake and he takes it from him but i mean i guess like if he's not gonna finish the cake you might as well but like let's be serious right now let's think steed is going around looking at these wanted posters and tearing them down i think he's tearing them down i think that's what he's doing yeah and he's like oh my god look how they're drawing him they might as well have drawn horns like look at how they're drawing him nasty and he's right he's racist anti-semitic caricatures they have of him on the wanted posters are fucked up we get to see queen susan the soup seller she is stunning um steed and olwande and the crew i guess go there to eat lunch a lot and steed being unserious olwande obviously clocking that he's unserious he's like why are you stalling like you're living in delusions and you're stalling that's two things you can only choose one he tells them are you scared that ed's gonna try to kill you and he's like no why would he do that I love Steve so much, like, he doesn't even think that Ed killing him is a possibility. And he's right. He knows Ed would never hurt him. I think he's the only one that knows this. Everyone else is like, you're living in delusion. But he's not. He is actually right. He knows his man like the back of his hand. Oluwande is like, be so serious right now. You dumped him. Steed in denial. He's like, I didn't dump him. Yes, he did. He's like, no, they were on a break. No one's believing that. No one's buying that. I don't even think you're buying that. Let's be so serious right now. We get some Oluwande and Susan flirting. Good for them. They're cute. They're cute. Steve says, fuck all of you. He doesn't actually say fuck all of you, but you know, it's there. He's like, I don't care what you guys say. He's a good man. And he's so real. Steve, just like me, number one Ed defender and apologist. He doesn't let anyone talk shit about his man. Mm -mm -mm. And he's so real for that. Why would he? Like, come on now. What has Ed ever done? Quickly. Exactly. Back on the difference between the revenge and steed's plotline it's very much like you know that spongebob meme where like he's in that place that's got like blood on the walls and it's like black and gray and it looks like run down and shit that's ed's storyline and the revenge crew storyline and steed's storyline is like cartoon tom and jerry hijinks shit you know my man ed is going through it he is still a good man though he's asking izzy who's in his room he's like has everyone had cake he cares about them come on now he's asking if they had cake he cares about them but he's also doing rhino horn. I'm like my brother. I think we need to cool it a little bit. A wee bit. Just draw back. But he offered Izzy some. That man so... Taika. He is a great actor. Great actor. Because I laughed. Like it's not funny but it is funny. Because the way he like was like oh I just crushed this one. This is a fresh batch. You know you want a hit of this. And then he sniffed it and he's like oh fuck. <laughs> I'm like oh that shit hits i know and then we transition to the scene that we got a clip of before the show came out as ed's voice is in the background like you know do your job if you can't do your job i'll find someone else that can and izzy tells them to get rid of the treasure dragon throw it overboard because they need to catch up to their next ship that they're raiding which makes no fucking sense at all everyone knows this and izzy has like a mini breakdown ish 
I don't give a fuck. I don't know why we were supposed to give a fuck. It's like, why didn't you add something before? You know, so we're like, okay, he's changed a little bit, but everyone suddenly caring about Izzy and shit. This came out of nowhere. I'm like, am I in the upside down? This is literally history revision because episodes one through 10 of season one is right there. We know what Izzy is like. So the sudden change came from where? They said, put it together. I don't know. Go on AO3. Write something. Make something up because there's nothing here. But yeah, I laughed because it came out of left field. And I'm like, am I supposed to be taking this seriously? I'm actually asking. Am I supposed to be taking this seriously? Because I'm not. Like, the music in the background and the very dramatic music in the background. And obviously the therapy speak, like Jim saying, you know, you're in an unhealthy relationship with Blackbeard. And Frenchie's like, oh, he cut off your toes. Like, more of your toes. It seems a bit toxic. I'm like, him cutting off more of these men's toes. Do I care? Mm, yes and no yes i care about him as a person being hurt blah 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 getting his toes cut off do i care about izzy how he feels and getting his toes cut off negative i really don't the like strings paired with izzy kind of crying not really whimpering con batman nasty awful but one thing about him subtle acting he got that down the whimpering and stuff and him being like unhand me and Fang hugging him, Frenchie holding his hand too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Feels very much like a skit because it's got to be because I laughed. Was I supposed to not laugh? If they wanted me to like sympathize with him, they should have like done better. You know what I mean? Because right now it just feels forced. It's really not giving. Spanish Jackie finds out about Steed and the crew's plan to take her money. Not take her money, but they were pocketing some change that they made working. And the Swede is there with her. Anyway, that man, not the Swede. Well, yes, the Swede and Steve, both unserious people. Steve's like, oh, we earned that. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she takes, you know, fees away from them. She's like, oh, I had y'all on the broke motherfucker plan. But now I'm switching you to the trifling ingrate plan. When I tell you I laugh so hard, Leslie Jones, the star that you are. She's like, oh, that comes with room and board fees. Room and board I love this show so much. The writers are deeply unserious. And she says they have the Vista Suite, so that's more money. They're like, how the hell is it the Vista Suite? She's like, oh, that's a room with a window. I can't. And then she turns to the suite. She's like, oh, can you think of any more fees? And then he lists them, and they're like, Swede. So sick. And Steed, bless his heart, he tried. He's like, oh, yeah, what if we just take it? And she's like, oh, I don't think my 20 husbands are going to like that. And yeah, what are you going to do? Nothing. And then Sweet's like, oh my god, I know one of those dudes. I had breakfast with him. And she's like, oh, you're gonna have more breakfasts with him. I'm like, that is so... I can't. They obviously get fired slash kicked out after this, and now they're gonna be living under a bridge. Buttons is on a leash for a reason. I don't know why. Someone said that maybe it's because he keeps trying to run back to the ocean. I wouldn't put that past him. And they're like, how the hell are we gonna live under a bridge? And Roach is like, how am I gonna cook? And it starts raining, because of course it does... Pete, he is such a dick. Him and his man, Lucius. He's like, oh, well, at least there's running water now. Because in Jackie, she was like, oh, another fee is semi-clean water. Semi-clean water is crazy. Like, girl, be so serious. I'm not going to hate, though, because black women in business got to support them. Steed and Ed are having a who's more pathetic off. And Steed might be winning by his landslide right now. Only right now. Ed will get up there. Trust, believe, he will. He goes to talk to an Ed poster, an Ed wanted poster of him. And this man does the impressions of Ed talking to him, too. It is so sad, though, because, like, it's funny, but it's not. Because he's talking to a poster. Be so serious right now. Stand up. Like, try standing up for me. Real quick, just for funsies, try standing up. He's talking to him about being scared 
that Ed's life is better without him, and that's why he don't want to go back. This man, trauma. This trauma left, right, and center. Childhood trauma. Traumatized from his marriage, because when he came back, Mary and the kids were doing fine without him. But it's like, Ed is miserable without him. He doesn't know this, but, you know, he's got low self-esteem. It's very low. I need that fixed immediately. Creepy-ass Ricky always lurking behind the corner pops up. Flirting versus harassment. Ed stalking Steed and Ricky following Steed. He's like, tells him how he's his hero. He wants to be just like him, blah, 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 all that. And he's like, why oh, nearly entertain the idea of ending it all before I heard of you? What is it with these men and being like suicidal? It must be because it's 1717. I know mental health was like down the drain. But he tells him he has the perfect place to steal from Spanish Jackie's because he was banned from there for being nosy foreshadowing love that they're sick for that though very sick for that and he's like these rubes don't know what they have but gentlemen of our standing recognize something of value nasty nasty man this is steed's foil right here steed if he slayed way less like okay he has the money and he wants to be a pirate and all that but he's a dick and not in the way that steed is a dick steed's not a dick though he's a bitch but it's in a classy way you know what i mean as in like he doesn't like turn his nose at the lower class that much anymore he brings ricky to the crew with this information and they meet back up with swede and the swede tells them about the chest and all that and pete's like oh didn't you betray us and all of them going pete i love them like they're really a family and Swede's like you know i'm in love and all of that and it's very sweet like oh good for you swede and of course steed eats it up because he's in love and he's like love wins all that shit and so they're like, okay, you're going to need to distract her. And he's like, oh, it's my night to perform husbandly duties, which, wow, okay. But we find out later it's just him giving her a massage. Now back to where the action is. I'm so sorry, but the mess on the revenge is very juicy. Um, Only bad side of the revenge plotline is that I have to see Izzy and listen to Izzy history revision, which is sick. I'm like, am I being gaslit? What the fuck is going on? You know? Izzy tells Ed that they're not going to throw the treasure overboard. Ed's like, why? Like, be so serious right now, Ed. Real quick, be serious. Why do you think? And Izzy's like, because it's treasure. And Ed, of course, is like, not good enough. Guess what that means? Losing another toe. Drop the boot. He is so sick for that. Very hot walking up to him, though. Very hot. Taika slash Ed got finer this season. I think it's because the beard isn't there anymore blocking his face. So I can see the whole face, you know. Oh, that's a good man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Izzy, of course, hits him with the what are we, which is crazy. I'm sorry, but I laughed. Because imagine your boss about to cut off your toes or you about to cut off your employee's toes. And he asks you, what are we? Like, be so serious right now. And he says, I love you. Like, what? Ed was like, girl, be so serious. Like, what are you talking about? The way he says it, though, I have love for you. Someone pointed it out. All vampires are gay on Tumblr. They said, I have love for you, Edward, is like, a really fucking unhinged way to confess to anybody like you could see how reluctant he is the pause and him not looking at him and him saying i have it like it's some fatal disease something that he's carrying around and wants to get rid of and wishes some would take away like amputated wink wink nudge nudge foreshadowing maybe question mark izzy starts rattling on about how they've known each other for a long time and how izzy knows him best untrue and ed knows him best that is true but he's like, oh, I know you so well. This isn't you. This isn't you, babe. Listen to me. That's basically what this is giving. And it's like, he's right. But it's like, you of all people talking, really? 
Negro, you're one of the reasons why this ship is so poisonous and toxic. Like, you are at the scene of the crime. The call is coming from inside the house. But I guess he's seen the error of his ways, which isn't shown on screen, which is weird because, you know, we're just supposed to assume this. Like, oh, he realizes this is bad. And he's, when did this happen? Why did this happen? How did this happen? You're a writer. Answer these questions. You know what I mean? Anyway, he starts going on and on. No one listened to that boy. But then he's like, oh, if we could just talk it through. And then Ed's like, as a crew. And the Blackbeard theme playing in the background. Who else gagged? I gagged. I gagged a lot. He goes up on deck, which is one of my favorite things that happens in Fix when he goes off on deck and like just starts being menacing. I ate that shit right the fuck up. He looks so good in the sunlight. Like, babe, Ed, take those papers off your window. Go outside into the sun. You know, it does your skin wonders. You look amazing. You're glowing. Your eyes popping. The little sword earring. Oh, my God. That was such a good choice. Costuming. You ate that. They said take five, but Taika heard change lives. Because that scene, him pulling out the gun on all of them and asking them if they think the vibe is poisonous and toxic. Ugh, he ate that. Fang just crying when he goes to him and Ed just skipping over him. Frenchie just being like, no, I'm good. And then Ed, mm, I screamed. He turns the gun on himself, scaring the hoes. But they are also very intrigued. Taika better get that Emmy nomination and maybe win. Because he was acting down like, wow. Ed... You are strange enough pudding, but I respect you. I respect the vibes. This man is pretending to talk to himself because he's like, oh, we didn't ask Blackbeard, so he has the gun to himself, and he's talking as Blackbeard slash not Blackbeard. He's very strange and off-putting. Again, he is, but I love it. Baby girl, keep going. Izzy's like, enough, and he tells them the ship's atmosphere is fucked, and we all know why. Mm, error number one well not number one since it's izzy error number like 1000 and of course ed is testing him to see if he's like you know you froggy elite do something about it what are you gonna say and izzy's like it's because of your feelings for steve and the way i jumped out of bed when he shot this man in the knee oh my god i was shocked not because i'm like oh poor izzy got shot in the knee like oh my god i'm gagging he shot him in the knee they did the historically accurate thing i won so bad now, obviously, everyone jumped because, oh my god, what the fuck, he just shot him in the knee. That's crazy. He makes Frenchie first mate. Ah! Ed Frenchie Bestie's arc incoming. Frenchie tries to be like, no, no thank you. And he's like, nah, you got this. You're first mate now. And he just walks over Izzy's body while he's crying on the ground. Ah! I'm so sorry. He's so hot for that. Like, wow. Ed's suicidal tendencies are very much at the forefront of this season. Slash these three episodes. Very much more obvious. Um... I don't know if I would say he's still passively suicidal because it's like he is kind of actively trying to make the crew kill him or mutiny, you know, but he does have the gun on himself a lot in these first three episodes. Not a lot. It's only twice. Saying only twice is crazy, though. Like, girl, why are you doing this? Would that still count as passive? I don't think it would. He's like, He's got a foot in both, passive and active. The Swede is giving Spanish Jackie a massage as the crew sneaks in. Her hair looks amazing here. Hair team, thank you for what you've done for me. For me and Spanish Jackie slash Leslie Jones. She looks fucking amazing. Um, The lighting on her, wow, let's get more of that lighting. The orange, like, in the red around here really makes her pop. It makes her skin pop. She looks beautiful. Can you tell I'm in love with her? Apparently, the Swede is giving her a Swedish massage, which makes sense. Of course, the show would do that. Um, she's loving it. She's like, oh my god, how are you so good at this? And he's like, okay, I'm gonna move to the hamstrings next. And she's like, oh yeah, fuck those hammies up. I can't with this show. Deeply unserious while being serious at the same time. How? I don't know. 
The crew easily sneaks out the chest, but Pete is so loud, I can't take that man nowhere. Tell me why he's screaming. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe we actually pull it off. They're like, shh, like, what is your problem? Ricky's dumbass comes in to make a drink. That's obviously how he gets his nose cut off and deserved because he's like, oh, Steve, this is where you went wrong. It's the branding because when I make my lime Ricky, everyone knows that it's me that like, you know, caught them unawares that got the jump on them. You know, you've been ripped. Steed stopped listening halfway through. He rolled his eyes and left. I know that's right. He don't got time for all that shit. Please, he has somewhere to be. He's got to go look for his man. Spanish Jackie hears someone fucking around in her bar slash kitchen, which what did he think was going to happen? And she goes, tells Sweet to get the knife, and they find Ricky. That's what you get. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And of course, she's even more pissed because she's like, oh my god, you, I banned you. And he's like, oh my god, I'm a minor prince, don't do this. And she's like, I'm going to have a fancy ass nose for my nose jar. Cuts his nose right the fuck off. Love that. But... This man is obviously going to come back for the crew because he feels slighted. But it's like, this is your fault, so don't come for Steed. He didn't do shit. He told you not to do that. You get upset because he did it. Like, he did piracy well-ish. Well is certainly an overstatement. He's okay. He is not that great at being a pirate. But he's willing to learn, unlike some people, Ricky, something, something, parallels, foils, all that shit. Also, can I just say how good Spanish Jackie looks in this season? This season, in this scene in particular, with that little dress she got on and the hair, ugh, she looks so good. Very 80s inspired Ray Prince, I'm getting that vibe. The crew does not escape. They find out that the blue dirt that they stole is indigo. Spanish Jackie finds them, but then Susan comes out looking amazing. Wow, costuming department ate again. And Spanish Jackie's like, aren't you that soup bitch? And she's like, I'm that money bitch. Wow, they're having a mother off. Who screamed mother? I did. She pays for the package and the crew to come with her. The Swede and Spanish Jackie kind of have a little... Ta what the fuck is it called? Spiffle? Um, tussle? Not tussle, anyway. Spat! There we go. Damn, why was that so hard for me? She knows that this man sold her out, and he's like, No, love, I wouldn't do that. But she's fine with it. Baby girl, you are so strange and off-putting, but good for her. She's like, Oh, I love Double Crossing. Double Crossing's my jam. And the crew's just looking like, girl, what the fuck is going on? And I'm wondering the same thing. Like, what is this? But good for them. Good for them. It's what they deserve. Still side-eyeing her because she got bad taste. She loves herself some losers. Like, I'm seeing a pattern. I'm seeing a pattern. And it's not looking good. But if you like it, I love it. The crew now finally has a ship because they're going to be, you know, working for Susan. We get to see the revenge again. They're still cleaning up the blood off the floor, which I was kind of surprised about. I'm like, not really, though. Because it is, you know, 1717. It's not like they have, like, Windex and shit. They got to do scrubbing manual. And also, he got shot in the knee, so I know there was a lot of blood. Why is Fang crying over Izzy? I don't know. It don't make sense. A lot of the stuff with Izzy just don't make sense. Like, okay, so they like him now. He good people now. Why? Like, one plus two equals starfish. It's not adding up. How did we get here? Where's the reasoning, the explanation? I'm just supposed to go with it? Something's not adding up. Like, what is going on? I blame AO3. I blame AO3, Twitter, parasocial relationships. Stay off Twitter. Stay in that writer's room. Do not look on Twitter. Do not let fan, like, love for a character change the character. Like, that's what it's giving right now. Because they're like, oh no, Izzy had a genuine change of heart. Why couldn't we see the progression of that? You know what I mean? Like, if they were doing this by maybe episode five and we saw the buildup to it, I would get it. But this just came out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. David Jenkins and Alex Sherman, I'm blaming you. But hey, something good came out of this. We get to see Jim, you know, interacting with Fang and calming him down by telling him the Pinocchio story and doing the voices. 
it's very cute and warm in this dark dark environment mostly because it's nighttime but also because you know look at what just happened Izzy got shot in the knee Eddie's kind of suicidal not kind of he is very much suicidal and people are dying they're throwing away treasure going on raids a lot for no reason Frenchie is the new first mate woohoo and Ed is talking to him about a bird that never lands aka the impossible bird episode title love that um very sad because he's crying and he's talking about the impossible bird because he doesn't want to go back to land where steed left him he's like he's gonna stay on sea and be a pirate forever just living on the ocean going from ship to ship doing raids and all that shit but it's very depressing because he's literally crying over this and frenchie's crying too like no one in this situation is happy and or winning everyone's depressed and miserable the way he whips out that cake topper that he put in his leather jacket vest thing not vest thing pocket shit words um and he looks at it i knew he was gonna be carrying that shit around when i watched the trailer i'm like he's gonna be carrying that around and talking to him and what does he do exactly that he's like fuck you steed bonnet in the transition from the moon to where steed is and he's like good night ed teach they're soulmates um writers i hate you for that because why would you do that to me why do you like seeing me in pain what did i do what did i deserve because why would you do me like that the needle drop is it called pygmy song i think that's it p-y-g-m-y song that's literally the name of the song it is so good i like the little like flutes or piccolo is that the piccolo playing in the background i think that's the piccolo anyway that song was so catchy i had to shazam it i'm like ooh, what is this one thing about our flag means death they're gonna do a good needle drop like that soundtrack goes that's a good soundtrack the music advisor who's the music advisor whoever they are they ate hold on let me see who the music advisor is because i gotta give them credit the music supervisor is maggie phillips she ate that one thing not one thing she ate a lot of the things she ate that though specifically like that was real good because she also chose prince for the teaser and we know that was iconic like wow you really did that so having that pygmy song play here real good and it transitioned from the moon to steed just nasty just nasty amazing perfect excellent cinematography peaked there but still nasty because that broke my heart like why would you do that they're soulmates though so of course they're connected by the moon buttons is deeply unserious i love him he's like not the old man that yells at the cloud meme he is like the old man that yells at the cloud but if he slayed like if he wasn't angry you know what i mean because why is he talking to the sea he's like oh my love we're never gonna be apart again just a strange strange man but i like him he's strange enough pudding Oluwande is wondering who she is and her first mate cracks the whip like okay not too much lady cool it on that whip cracking she's like avert your eyes it's very slay though like very is slayful a word i'm gonna use it i don't care it's very slayful because you got her lighting her pipe and smoking then we see her ship and we find out that she is jeng yisao but that was certainly a choice to make her that real pirate considering that she was born 1775 and her whole thing was freeing china from colonization but now here they make her a conqueror of china you see how it's getting weird like if only this could have been avoided how could something like this have been avoided making original characters and not using a real life slave owner's name for your character who could have thought of that? Who could have thought that using a real life slave owner and not changing a lot about him instead of making an original character 
could have consequences like this. Me and many others. Because it's weird. And now look at us. Changing history. Giving China an extra 100 years of colonization. Thank you for that. Love that so much. Um, anyway, yeah, that was the episode. We get post-credit scenes now. Yay! It's so cute. I love them. The post-credit scene for this episode is Jim telling Fang the Pinocchio story. Them telling it is very weird, though. They're like, well, Jim's very strange and off-putting and a bit dark and twisted. I love that about them, though. Everyone on this crew is strange and off-putting, though, so not really surprising. They're talking about how Pinocchio needs flesh and the monkey paw gave him flesh and it's all like gooey and stuff and Fang's eating it up. He's laughing. It's cute. It's adorable. They're a family. So, you know, I ate it up. That was that episode. It was real good. I liked it. Great way to start the season, question mark, maybe. I don't know if it was a great way to start the season, but it's a great way to let us know everything that's going on slash kind of has been happening. I've watched the show three times now, I think. And I like it better and better every time I watch it. So this is the time I liked it the most. When I watched it to film this. Um, yeah, it was real good. Now, is it low on my ranking of these three episodes? I think so. I think it might be last ranked. Yeah, I think it might be. Either this one or episode three. I don't think any of them are really last ranked. I think they're more like the storylines are ranked. You know what I mean? Because I like seeing Steed and the crew struggle to like find money and to get back to the crew kind of but i liked it less than whatever was going on on the revenge because it was messy on the revenge and i was eating that up and also ed's there and he's fine and going through it and making it everyone's problem good for him but then you got episode two and i'm like ooh, they kind of did their thing here but episode three i think that might be the weakest in my opinion but also the strongest in ways i'll get into that when i do episode three let me not talk about it here um so yeah so that was the season two premiere our flagman's death and my thoughts on it and whatnot if you liked hearing my opinions go follow me on twitter all caps mrs teach m r s t three a c h or tumblr lottie matthew ceo all lowercase l o t t i e s m a t t h e w s c e o and yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.